Who needs Benito? Who? Benito who? Benito who? Ben? Benjamin? Beso. I can't watch this. I can't watch this. I can't watch this. I can't watch it. I can't watch it. Benito who? Who's Benito? What? Why would you, like, in a world where there's so many Benitos, get you around. Also, why were we decorating this man that literally said, I am emotionally unavailable? <laughs> I literally cannot commit. He did say multiple he times. He literally said, no, no me te- puedo enamorar. No, he said, yo quisiera enamorarme, pero no puedo. And we were like, I love you. <laughs> we were like, you're the one. You're it. Throwing our coochie at him. Like, Rao. yes. Rao out. You know that, like, Rao out here really, before he was dating Rosalia, would like publicly say in every interview how like Rosalia is his like big crush. She's perfect. She's the most beautiful woman he's ever seen. Like everything. That's the energy that we should be celebrating. How rare is that though? But it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. Listen, listen we're not going to go into the, the talk about the patriarchy. <laughs> but listen, it shouldn't be. Okay, well, welcome back. Hi. To the Buenas. best Latina podcast in the DMV. This is the Sexy and Smart Podcast with your favorite Latina hosts, Brenda and Christina, a.k.a. <laughs> when you start thinking about it, <laughs> stop focus it's on your face. face. <laughs> I have to cut. I need to start writing this shit down. Okay. A- a.k.a. We're going to go with the safe, um, the safe one. Uh, educated and unattainable. Period. Period. <laughs> a.k.a. Um, booty thick and luscious period aka i could steal your man if i wanted to but i'm gonna choose not to so but if you see me in the streets <laughs> hide, hide your man, hide your man. <laughs> aka summer 23 everyone's getting it with they- <laughs> christina <laughs> aka the aggression with like i am gonna sit on your man's face <laughs> aka if i find your man attractive i'm sitting on his face mm, damn aka yeah we'll we'll leave it there i mean listen Wait, can, can I say something? Go ahead. It's honestly embarrassing to be a girlfriend right now. I will not get into a relationship until to Instagram what? to be someone's girlfriend right now. Okay. I will not be in a relationship until Instagram removes the fucking the little heart button on the stories. That, is that cheating? Gone, I don't know. Is that but cheating? It makes me Look, feel a certain type of way. Think about it. You you're with a partner. Yeah. And then you know he like he you know he doesn't. It's not like he's DMing these girls, nothing, but he like he'll heart her story. Is that cheating? <laughs> I, I wouldn't fuck with it. I wouldn't no. I wouldn't fuck with it either. I'm just saying, mad. is that cheating? You're not wrong. Right now, being a girlfriend is mad embarrassing. <laughs> it's, for real. It's so embarrassing. And it's you know what's even like it makes me kind of sad for like my Latinas, just with pop culture right now. Did you see what the fuck happened to Becky G? Yo, yo, no, fi- I don't want to talk fiance, bruh. They were four years, years together. Sebastian, what are you doing? These professional soccer players ain't shit. My bad, Messi. I'm sorry. No okay, disrespect. I was going to say. Messi, oh my God, the way that he loves his wife. You know, we Ugh. have Messi. We have, I don't know, David Villa. We have, um, damn. I was no. going to say Beckham. Beckham's cheated. He has. Fucking. No, it's just so, it's so sad there because Becky G really has like, has she just like so been like my man my man my man type of thing in the most loving way and like there's video footage of him cheating dude like it's bad with with a person with i don't i don't really i didn't look into it i was just like disappointed is it like pique bad where like it's the neighbor or is it like i don't know enough i don't know talk on it but i'm just like um while this is also negative i think it's been very very interesting cultural turn in the like 
Latina pop culture, reggaeton type of music part where you can see that like Latinas are kind of like, you know, Carol G, Shakira, you know, coming out with music like that, being like, hey, I'm still fucking good. It's been like a woman power movement. I mean, like, you know, like it's been it's been a sisterhood type of energy coming up instead of being like monotonia, you know? Yeah. which I've liked seeing and they've even talked about it in interviews and then the sad thing is that like the more women I talk to especially right now mm-hmm. like say the same thing they're just like almost like cansadas upset agotadas like it's just like there isn't I just, even a but point but I hate that rhetoric though can we yeah. all agree first of all can we all agree dating just sucks people suck regardless of gender like right now like listen yeah. people just suck and also we're at this age where it's like because of dating apps because of all of this like because of like the world that we're in with social media dating is just different now we're all like navigating different waters you have to be clear on like what is cheating to you or what is not that too but there's also so many opinions now yeah you know because yeah. of social there's media so many even opinions. in the podcast realm you know like i know so people, many people like, people listening to this get one opinion but that's not what you're gonna hear in the next podcast no. like, you know what i mean actually the whole reason we even started this podcast was because one we we weren't seeing our opinion being you know yeah. represented yeah. and like there's so many men with like spilling this red red pill bullshit about like alpha and like just degrading women and stuff like that and it's just like no like this shouldn't be something that is just and i will say and i will say like as much as there's like the extreme of like red pill there's also like extreme of like women being like fuck men all men are gonna cheat all yeah, men are gonna that's liars not, all yeah, men blah, blah, that's blah, not blah. we're creating like these toxic like mentalities when uh-huh. it's like guys why don't we work on ourselves yeah so that we can love one on each other because the thing is why do we act like nobody wants to be loved that's we all want to be loved that's true at the end of the day everyone wants to be loved mm-hmm. whether that be in a monogamous partnership or not because mon- monogamy is not for everyone but also if you know that you want more people you better say that but i think that's also why there's there's this like the both um you know extremes on both sides of like fuck all men men ain't shit and then the also like these women ain't shit. you know what i yeah, mean yeah, it's yeah. because it, it if we don't say that then it we have to be like okay well why we have to look inwards and be like well why isn't this working out for me you know it's so mm. much easier to blame, to, to the, blame other the other person to blame the yeah, gender right to blame the gender like oh all women are like this or all men are like this instead like, of being like actually i don't know how to communicate feelings and show up for somebody <laughs> as a partner <laughs> the intellect the, I, actually because of my trauma of when i was a child my mom never loved me so i never learned how to actually communicate with women regarding like you know what i mean? actually don't know how to be a self-sufficient man or like you know do regular shit well, so because my mom coddled me when i was younger i never learned how to do my laundry and because of that i now rely on my girlfriend to constantly provide i, and, I need my my <laughs> My partner to be my mother too like right no no yeah so that that's that's kind but of you know what's crazy I, i'd rather respect a man that does that well, <laughs> could, you imagine, no. could you imagine like being on a date and then being like well because of the trauma that i received when i was young <laughs> we're not i don't trust women (laughs) i don't trust women but i really like but what if he was like but i'm working on it i'd be like i i would rather deal that than the same guy that's like mommy tu eres mi única yo no hablo con nadie más like i'd rather deal with the other guy that's like so because of my trauma with my dad um oh no he came back so we we have a special guest her name is becca the bee becca the bee get it say something say something for them <laughs> Same. <laughs> Period. You know what she said? I'll translate. Christina's ass is fat. <laughs> nature don't even want to see me thrive. Nature, nature said nah. Right? Okay. But anyways, what were you talking about? Um, just the dating scene is a mess. Oh, the dating scene is a mess. How are you? I'm good. I'm chilling. I've been I've been just focused on me, you know. Mm-hmm. Um I've had a 
January and February were crazy. Very crazy in terms of um, emotionally what I was going through. Shit. So I'm like, I'm taking a step back, focusing on me. I've had fun. I've been... Like taking a step back from the dating scene? Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. Well, just... just uh, yeah, just penis in general. I've been trying to stay away from. That's hard. Dead ass? I'm <laughs> fucking horny. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but like, it's not like I like, I'm not like in need. I'm not like a crack addict. <laughs> I don't, I'm not over here like, y'all got more dick? Like, <laughs> well, since we talked, remember last um, podcast, we were like, yeah, we're going celibate. That's, that's been consistent. I've been consistent with that. Yeah. Have you? Yes. Unfortunately. Oh, see, I've been celibate, but happy about it. No. No? What about you? <sighs> well, I mean, <laughs> I've been celibate, obviously, like, by choice. But I... By choice? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just there really isn't anyone that makes me feel comfortable enough to sleep with. You know what I mean? Like, they're... I don't, I don't really know. I mean... I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I I genuinely because I I obviously did the fuck buddy thing you know like a consistent fuck buddy just yeah, like you know how you talking. have yeah, yeah, yeah. we were comfortable with that it was like an experience pero puta like I didn't really like how I felt afterwards like after the fuck buddy ended type of thing like I don't know I really am at a point obviously I'm stepping back and I'm busy with other things but I for sure do not know what I want I have no idea what I want I know that I don't want a relationship right now listen and like I told people recently in my life like if you are confused just step away from anybody or anything <laughs> because that's not fair it is like, you're you, gonna hurt people you're gonna hurt people that way like you have to decide what you want mm. listen once brenda has decided listen i'm just strictly dickly and that's all <laughs> i'm focused on oh i don't know if i can but, well but, but i'm just saying like once you did that get back out there on those streets the guy sure. is calling you you know what i mean always but until then don't be out here in the guy confused, okay? Asking people for directions because then people are gonna be like, "Wait, you're kind of cute." Oh yeah, let me take you. Which like which, which way are we going? Which way are we going? But I do wanna I did wanna tell you something. Okay. Um. So one of my uh, fuck buddies, mm -hmm. um, we became like you know cool friends, whatever. But during the time we were hooking up, I was like telling him, "Hey, this is how you could better your sex game." You know what I mean? Like you can do this specific trick because he was not. Because you were like, I you felt bad, so you were like, let me show you a trick no or two. No lie, he was slacking in some departments. Right, I, but <laughs> okay, a specific move. Um, what's the move? So, uh, what's it called? When I, I, this is so hard because I'm like doing visuals with my body. Well, you guys like, can't see me. Literally, just said so um and spread her legs out. <laughs> so like, legs. why is that your first move? No, so there's actually I feel like this is it. Like this is like a known move. Um, when if you know I'm laying on my back what's that is it my legs are up? missionary no no he's standing up missionary that's or, not missionary i mean low-key it's missionary like sure you guys are like you're laying down you're in missionary okay okay but your but legs are up i'm laying down yeah and then when he uh licks his thumb puts over your clip yeah and just as he's fucking you he puts it over your clit like rubbing your clit okay like stimulating yeah. your clit while fucking you right that shit I don't know if, if guys don't know to do that. Do that. You know what I mean? And he later goes, he later on hit me up and he's like, I, I did the trick. He did know. the... Yeah, in his, you know, his own sex sexapades, right? And he's like, I really appreciate you giving me that advice. It really helped. Doesn't right? this man not, like, watch porn? Like, I'm pretty sure, like, this has been seen. 
Like, this is nothing new to me. Really? Yeah. Mind you, you're not wrong. I don't know a lot of guys who try to, like, stimulate my clit while yes. they, like... That's that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think that that's, like... A thing. A common thing. Because with porn, like you said, most of the time, women are just like, Whoa, oh, my God! You know, with just, just like, like, basic <laughs> penetration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, right? And I'm like, yo, that's not how it you is. You know what's crazy? It's, <laughs> it's like... It's not true. You're yeah. great acting, yeah. right? Wonderful. But that's not what it is. That's not, it's not realistic. So... Guys, if you aren't stimulating your girl's clit while you're having sex, do that. Yeah, like, but I also yeah. thought this was like, like, hello. But at the same time, do men not. know where the clit is? I, I, I hope so. I hope so. If you don't know, please go look it up right now. Google search it. It's okay if your FBI or agent sees that your you partner. Google like, search your client. Be like, yo, your clit. where's your clit at? Can I, can I like spend some time? You know what's crazy? Getting to know it. No, you. This is gonna be an FLE <laughs> lesson. Let's just let's stop. Okay. Well, can we stop here? And then when we come back, I wanted to talk about friendship. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We we'll right back after the break. Bye. <laughs> Damn, you don't even know anything. <laughs> Welcome back, Manuel. Turizo. <laughs> That's funny. That was a nice break. That was a nice break. Um, we were talking. So before Brenda had deleted the episode that. Well, not the I episode. didn't delete it. It didn't oh. record. Well, before Brenda <laughs> let me believe that I was recording when we weren't recording. I thought we were recording too. We had started talking about friendships. It was a great segment. And listen, we can go back into it. Of course. Um, I think that like now I have like my thoughts a little bit more in order. Hell yeah. Um, ultimately, I was listening to a podcast that Shan Boudram had done. She's like a sexologist and she was talking about how, well, she she was talking to people who were talking about friendships and like, as you get older, how it is hard to sometimes sustain friendships Mm -hmm. and then make friendships. Um, There were like different opinions on like, like what is healthy as like adults. But I've noticed, um, and I've been telling Brenda like in my life that like, um, I've had a handful of people and well, friends leave me. Yeah. And that's like left me, um, now as an adult sometimes i feel like i have anxiety with making new friends because i get scared of like them abandonment issues yeah of Mm. of them like leaving um because i've been told in the past that i'm selfish and i've been told in the past that like um or sometimes people like actually by these friends yeah 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 yeah. by these friends or i've been told like that they believe that i was treating them like with malicious intent yeah um which is always like crazy to me because i'm like if I've sometimes I think like have I ever treated you in the past with malicious intent for you to like consider that because I feel like I try my hardest not to like hurt people no I I mean obviously I've been your friend for a lot of years and I we've talked about this as it's been happening you know and I would I would 100% say that you aren't a malicious person you aren't someone that I would classify as selfish but you know as I told you before I really think that it comes to like how people want friendships um to to look out for them you know like i enjoy your bluntness i feel like it gives me clarity in my life i like your personality i like how you show up for me right mm-hmm. but let's say that i was more sensitive or what if i wanted my friend to just coddle me then i would be like you're not my cup of tea you're not yeah. the person that we wouldn't match the energies you yeah. know yeah. they've exited when they needed to 
You know what I mean? Like, I feel like they were there in a supportive way and just as much as you were for them when you were, but you grow out of people. Mm-hmm. You grow out of like things being in common and stuff, especially if the friendship is just based on a similar experience you guys had or, mm. you know, a specific environment or you guys both have the same friend group. You know, if you guys are friends because it's convenient. Yeah. You know, then th- sometimes in that, that isn't like a stable type of friendship the connection is different it still could be a lovely friendship there could be real genuine love for each other there Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. but we connect with people for different reasons you know um with one of my really good friends before college Mm -hmm. you know like she was kind of like my tipo christina we were attached at the hip all through middle school and high school but you know she never came to visit college you know she was in her own relationship i was kind of doing things there really wasn't much effort from any of our parts yeah to continue the friendship yeah. you know and then she started her family you know and what there really wasn't much things that we had in common anymore yeah. not even just that like people in my life she didn't know people in mm-hmm. her life i didn't know yeah you know we weren't there experiencing those big moments yeah um as we're getting older and growing and you just become different people for sure so i don't think that it is that you are these negative you know things that like the people walking out of your life maybe it is that just for them you weren't like and something that was adding to their life anymore you know yeah. and then and it could have been that she was like okay well you're selfish because like you're not showing up for me the way that i want you to so now i gotta go it could just be that like their own boundaries were like this just isn't for me anymore yeah and i know that you're gonna like you know reflect on it and look on it and stuff but i also don't want you to like let that define you because people can be selfish and me and malicious in moments like just because you have a moment where you say things that are hurtful or you know could come off the wrong way doesn't mean that overarching that is your character but trait. that's what i'm also saying like we've never come at each other and you've always been like even if we have said something mean you know that i'm like you're like if christina says something something like this it's not because she's aiming to hurt me and wants to like dig into me or something yeah i've said it because you're probably like listen there might be some truth there and it hurts my feelings but yeah. um i also have to think about like what you just said right yeah and you're not gonna walk away from that so but okay so oh actually i haven't so uh, yes to everything you said mm-hmm. i actually have a friend that uh in college i was her roommate and like she was in my life for a really long time and then i left for columbia and came back and she moved to florida and it's been really hard to keep up with her she got pregnant mm-hmm. she has kids now and like she, we have become a lot more distance because of like what you said right things happen people change i don't know if i see the world as she sees the world anymore yeah yeah and like as much as i'm always going to be there and to be there to support her there's also like this place where again like we don't have the capacity sometimes to hold people the difference between that where you grow apart and then there's a difference between people who have been in my life right have like gone to know me have been in my life for like like you know a year or something they know who i am brenda Mm -hmm. like when they first Mm -hmm. meet like I never change for nobody, right? Mm-hmm. When you meet me, you're you'll probably be like, "Wow, this girl is like really blunt. She says what's on her mind. She's she takes up space. She takes up space meaningfully. She, yeah, she's a she can be a big personality. Yeah. So those people met me like that, and then I feel like they grow to resent that, mm-hmm. or they grow to like feel some type of way against that. Because for example, with the friend that um, I had a roommate and I re- and I had a falling out with her, um, she made a comment about like. For example, I made a comment that I should ju- during a moment where I think she was being vulnerable with me. Maybe it wasn't the best time, but I may I said I suggested therapy to her. And she later in the fight, like when we were like kind of hashing out like our friendship and she had been like letting me know things that had bothered her about me. Again, she mentioned I was selfish, but then she also mentioned this comment of like 
you also told me about therapy, Christina. You know how fucked up that is? And I was like, wait, what? Yeah. I was like, and then she's like, oh, and then she made it. She was like, you and your profession should know better than that. And, oh. I, and I was like, my profession is therapy. <laughs> like, I would, I would suggest that. To, but then I was like, I love you so much that I suggested that. You suggest therapy for me regularly. <laughs> well, I suggest therapy to everybody. But it's also because I love you and I want to. And like, I but never you're also not to, thinking that when you're saying therapy, that that's an insult to somebody. Right. You think that that's genuinely you being like, this is helpful. But this is the same person that knows I'm going into social work to become a clinician like a clinical social worker so i could provide therapy like so do you see what i mean like yes, at the same time i'm also like how did you not see that from me or how do you get upset when i am blunt Be- you you saw me girl like you saw me in the beginning of our friendship so you saw who i always was so why is this surprising now to me when you were telling me kind of what you what really hurt you through through these conversations and stuff yeah um you know let's rewind a little bit when you said i know that like when we have stuff that we say to each other you're never gonna take it like personally like that way like we're not gonna end our friendship over stuff that if like hurt feelings are we'll talk it through right because i'm actively saying that i want christina still in my life mm. you know i'm not listing out i'm gonna walk away christina i don't like christina anymore because of this and this and this if i really wanted to say i don't want christina in my life anymore i will come up and like i can really dig into every <laughs> single little fucking thing and i'll be like this fucking bitch didn't wash the dishes when she came over you know what i mean like if you at the end of it, I think that I don't want to speak for her at all or for you. Mm-hmm. But when you start making lists of pros or cons, if you want to continue a friendship or a relationship with somebody, it's time to fucking leave. You know, mama, you, you just spoke facts. It really is. Let that marinate. No, it really is. Let's That's true. That. that is true. If you start having to convince yourself that it is worth being with this person or you're making a list of stuff that you don't like about this person, walk away, mm-hmm. you know, because what am I supposed to do? You know, like even when you're saying like, this is my work, this is my, you're starting to justify stuff that like doesn't need a justification. You know what I mean? You're starting to justify stuff that you're saying and for what? It's like, if, if you aren't re- re- um, receiving it mm-hmm. the way that I'm intending to, mm-hmm. then you're just not ready to receive anything I'm giving to you. You're just going to take anything that I say and it's gonna you're going to give it another list as to why I'm not going to be a good friend to you because in your head, you're already ready to walk away from me. That is true. You know, true. so it's, it's definitely like, how I felt like when we had that conversation. Yeah. Where I like um, at one point I Impotencia. couldn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At one point I couldn't speak with her and I didn't realize that at the time. But it's exactly what you said. I couldn't talk because she would be like, so are you going to say anything? She was like, she was like, OK, Christina, like now it's your turn to talk. Right. And like, tell me what's up. And I literally was like, I can't because, yeah, it came to the point where I was like, I feel like anything I say, it's going to get rejected. Mm-hmm. I, I think you're right. Like at the time I didn't see it. Mm-hmm. But it's for sure felt like, okay, like you've made up your mind that I'm no longer part of your life. Exactly. I think if someone starts telling you like that, um, I never want to devalidate someone's experience mm-hmm. with me, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but if, uh, if I'm making you feel a certain way, like I've definitely had uh, one friend, uh, a really, really good friend from college. Um, and we were very close mm-hmm. and she was going through a very uh, traumatic breakup um, and I was trying to be there for her as most as I could and we didn't really have a discussion but we did talk about she did call me out and being like well you did this when you were drunk and you did this and you talked like this to me and I was like 
oh, I didn't know that you took it like that. Like, I yeah. was like, I had no idea yeah. that this hurt your feelings. feelings so like, much. and I was like, I'm really sorry. I have no idea that that was my, you know, but at the same time, me apologizing doesn't take away that she, that she felt like that. Me being like, I didn't realize that that was happening doesn't mean that she isn't experiencing this and still feels that hurt right. from me. me. Yeah, right? for sure. So then she was like, obviously walked away. And I completely understand that if keeping your peace means walking away from me, it keeps my peace having to explain and justify and convince you that I'm a good friend. Yeah. Because I know that I'm great, you know? Yeah. But like we said, we're not for anyone's cup of tea, but that's just part of like communicating. I don't. I think it's, it, is, it is important for you to like listen to what she said, step back, do some self-reflection and be like, okay, have I been spiteful or malicious in different situations you know and then just just for you to kind of like you know little set settle it with you yeah for sure what i do want to tie it back to is with shan boudrand's um you know dive into like friendships in our adulthood Mm -hmm. i did watch the beginning part of it which i had mentioned where one woman was saying how she doesn't have um any friends in her adulthood and i immediately was like i could never like i i I don't think that i could function like that Mm -hmm. i i have um pretty meaningful friendships with women not that i consistently see on a day to like we don't even see each other on a day-to-day basis you know i think we're too busy that's what i'm saying and like what shambuder is in in our adulthood we have so many things going on you know some of our friends are mothers and wives and have a full-time career and you know are in school tambien like are doing incredible great stuff so it is really difficult to make the time to you know really like take care of that type of bond and relationship yeah to nurture it to nurture it that's the right that's the right word pero I usually look to women around me um, for advice for uh, not not for like inspiration almost like yeah. so most of the women that I seek out friendship with mm-hmm. I admire them like admiring someone being like that's like actually one of like a core reason of that's why you want to be friends with somebody and I actually think I actually do agree mm-hmm. I do think that like I love being friends with like because I think like what's like the a saying? friend crush yeah like a friend yeah. Crush, yeah but what's the saying that like um show me your friends and I'll show you who you are. I think uh, it is also yeah. very true of like, mm-hmm. I am friends with people who I also admire because at the same time, I'm trying to level up as well. Mm-hmm. And I think that most of my friends are actually a lot more successful than I am. <laughs> um, but that's like, usually though, like the, I feel like the deciding factor, if like I want to keep you around is if like you're going to stay around. Mm. And I think it's because like, like I said, like I've had a cup, like a handful of people leave my life and it's kind of draining and it kind of like, again, it, it saddens me to know that like you saw me like as like a person, like as a friend and then decided to leave. I told you I had a little bit of like, now I feel like I feel a little bit of like an anxious est- um, attachment style to my friends yeah. because I'm kind of like, if we become friends, are you going to go? I need, like, yeah, for sure. I need someone who would understand that, that regardless of like distance, separation, me not talking, we're still going to be able to talk about the, something and it's always going to be good between us. Mm. Even if we haven't talked or even there's distance. Um, but I also think that that's also, like I said, so, I kind of can dive into um, I've had a kind of situation with a really good friend of mine, Mm -hmm. um, you know, over a decade of friendship um, and she didn't show up for me the way that I would have liked her to. And I don't like confrontation at all. So what I did was, you know what you guys did, just don't talk kind of back away Mm -hmm. and in a very respectful way, just so I can at least process what I'm feeling because I don't want to react and say some shit that I'm like, I don't mean, you know, like at the end of the day, I still love this person, but I, I feel triggered. I don't feel safe, you know? So like 
figuring out how to approach a, a friendship that is meaningful to you but knowing that there's a problem yeah you know like it's it's also kind of a weird it's a weird space to be yeah in. yeah so and we never fought before so like i don't know what confrontation or what working through a fight looks like looks like with us yeah, yeah. so i kind of just backed off and um after a good while uh i think it was maybe like two weeks actually i reached out and i was like hey i love you um i'm not gonna be around just because i don't you know for my own reasons um but i still wanted it to be like i'm here for you you but know from just afar. from afar yeah and her response was immediately like i knew that this was coming no i our french our friendship means a lot to me uh i want us to talk where are you like immediately responded with like this isn't going to end like this yeah. you know yeah. yeah and that just made me go you know like it let it let me breathe and be like okay so you do you get that this this was something important you also value me as a person yeah you know and i'm positive that we still haven't had the conversation but i'm positive that like you speaking, guys are gonna be fine yeah but it was speaking about this it, it really is almost like friendships are I, I even feel like more difficult sometimes than relationships for sure you know because you don't want to hurt the other person's feelings you know this is still someone that you are emotionally attached to um friends are usually people that pick you up and actually save your heart from from relationships you know what i mean so having a good healthy surrounding of women and like is is, is hard to maintain and also hard to like but the thing is also too she chose to like what is the like there's a saying that like love is an action you yeah. choose to love every day That's so true. she chose to like remain in your life mm. and she also like verbalized how important you are to her yeah one of one of one of the worst things i have experienced in my life is literally looking at someone and ask like telling them how much you love them and how much you want to fight for this and then them like just telling you can no like <sighs> that's like and I, I that like for me i don't like that's heartbreak yeah do you know what i mean yeah like that's it's vulnerability well it's it's also like that's i think that's what's given me now this like anxious style uh, like attachment style with friends because i was like wow like i can literally look at you and tell you i love you in that moment you're still gonna re or like i love you and like i like for example when we were fighting this was my like ex-roommate like when we were fighting i was very much like this is the first fight we've ever had like i understand we're like both of us are coming in with high tensions mm. we can talk about this later and it was very much like no christina like once you leave like this is it uh, this has just been the biggest lesson is like learning that yes not everyone is always here for, for the, like you said but it's a, also the, let's retract a little bit mm -hmm. when you talked about no like you know things were building up things were building up and there was tension it's like well, when you leave we're done well, let's take a step back from that. Mm -hmm. I feel like the reason that the friendships can fall apart like that are also what were the expectations that you guys had for each other? You know, because she could be, realize that you needed expectations with like friends, though. But subconsciously, you do a little bit, you know, like right now, like one of the things you said that tries you more is like, oh, well, you know, this person has your back regardless for what, you know. Mm -hmm. And of course, that's a big thing for me, too. Mm -hmm. You know, so when I talk when I think about you're my friend versus you're an acquaintance, mm -hmm. you know, if I'm calling you my friend, I know that, hey, if I'm in trouble and you're around, you're going to have my back. Mm -hmm. If I literally act a fool and, you know, just am over the top, you're going to hype me up and you're going to love on me mm -hmm. and you're going to support me in a certain way. You know what I mean? And if if I'm fucking down bad for money, I feel comfortable asking for asking money from you without it being f like weird. You know what I mean? Like 
that those are specific expectations that you have for a person the same way that you list them out as like what you want for a partner right yeah so when the resentment and when the anger and when the tension builds up Mm -hmm. it's because that person isn't showing up how you were expecting them to show up as a friend and then you know the resentment comes it's like well what the fuck why i thought you were my friend but i'm doing this for you but i'm going like why aren't you you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. then it's when it gets ugly so i do think i i didn't listen to the full shan boudran's podcast but i do think it is really healthy that once you are in like a really really good friendship being like hey like am I showing up for you the way that you would like me to as your friend? Mm-hmm. You know, I think those conversations should happen. There's not a lot that Brenda could do to get me upset. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, there's really not. And then I think it's like, we already know. We don't cross we boundaries. We man. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, we already know what would make us upset. Wait, have I, it's, we? Uh huh. Have we? Slept with the same guy? Yeah. Why? <laughs> I don't know. I just thought about it for a second. Have we? Are we Eskimo sisters? I'm. I've. I'm I've worked my ass off to know that I'm not Eskimo sisters with you. But there is a possibility. There, there is one person you have slept with that I would hands down. I'd, I'd sleep oh, with him too. But yeah, that's but it. Then, I mean, I feel like for some friendships, if you sleep with the same men, it could probably be an issue. Oh, you know what's another thing? What? Having like now stepping away from the serious conversation my that mind. we were having. <laughs> um. If you have like the same type as your friend or like if like you guys like usually like the same guys, I feel like that's like not like I don't know. I've seen really? I feel like that goes yeah. You've never heard like friend groups that are like, I mean, so and so hooked up with his friend. Like I don't know. Yeah. Like, like I having similar <laughs> seen friend groups that like we just kind of like pass this man around. <laughs> I couldn't do that. I'm not doing that with you. I don't know how they did it. I don't know. I couldn't. I couldn't. <sighs> But the point of the story, going back to the seriousness of it all, um, I wanted to make a comment that like, um, one, I think that you have to fight for friendship, right? Like mm, you, you mm. choose actively whether you want to wanna, keep people in your life to keep people in your life. So also, even though I said all this and like I was ranting about like, you know, this person who I left at the same time, I'm very like, listen, yeah. I'm sure your life is happier without me. Mm. Because the thing is, if you can choose to walk away, that's like for a reason, right? Mm. And also same here. Like I um, I had reached out to her like two or three times after and I tried to keep it cordial and I low-key tried to be like, what's up? Like, how you doing? And yeah. you know, she definitely was like, no, thank you. Um, and I'm never gonna beg someone to stay in my life, but I can't lie that that shit hurts, yo. It does. It I definitely think a friend breakup hurts more than a relationship, than a relationship breakup Facts. it really does i was like no man could do this to me but like one of like my closest friends definitely yeah. could i mean because it really does it really does there isn't there isn't no like simpler fact i there i feel like um we we receive more from a female friendship than we do yeah. with relationships. Did you know, because, um, well, you ha- don't know because you didn't listen to the episode. They were talking about how actually um, your relationship with like your female friends really says a lot about like, like it can open up wounds if mm-hmm. you had had trouble with like your mother. Like it opens up like your mother wounds. <gasps> really? And That makes sense actually. Y- right? Yeah. Um, so because of like, I've noticed that with my mom and my dad my mom is very i love my mom to pieces however she's moody mm-hmm. and when i was younger i always felt like i had to read her her emotions mm-hmm. sometimes to understand if i could talk to her yes i know what you're talking about mm-hmm. and i feel like me with somebody like that's also an important thing i have to be able to 
openly just be who I am and like not be worried that you're going to take it some way. So as soon as that happens, that's where like the anxiousness comes in. That's where I think my mother wound opens up a bit. Okay. I think, you know, it's kind of funny. Now I was able to kind of think about it with my mom. I, my mom is my person. I am, I am obsessed with this woman, but with our relationship, even since I was younger, she would let me fully express myself. Like mm-hmm, I would be mm-hmm. able to like, and specifically with like my body and stuff, mm-hmm. I was a big thing about cutting my shirts so you can see my belly button. You were wearing crop tops before they were crop tops. Before they were crop tops, yeah. yeah. Like cutting holes in my in my pants and stuff. Like I was, and she was like, crazy about it she was like, like go yes. ahead fashionist never sexualized me never made yeah. me feel like it was something shameful that my body should be hidden never right so grow like growing up and you know being with different friends especially with female friends the ones that i will kind of be like mm, what like immediately put a wall up and be like we're not i don't feel we're comfortable cool. with you we're not cool we're not going to be friends mm-hmm. is the ones that make me feel uncomfortable like being either um a being, woman, my, being a woman um sexual like sexually being sexually actually, open being mm-hmm. sexually promiscuous um showing my body more mm-hmm. you know i hate the fucking term that like society uses about like oh like slutty and hoe and stuff like that but oh like legitly if i'm wearing a mini skirt and like the girl group that i'm not that i'm with isn't like fuck yeah look at that you know what i mean hyping me up and instead of making me feel like hey like that's maybe a little too short like that immediately will completely almost like like closes me off and i don't feel like no like no other part of me wants to open up to you at all yeah so i think that's with like the mother the mothers because since my mom already created this really safe space for me to feel like when when it comes to women relationships i can almost basically be naked Mm -hmm. and feel safe yeah i feel loved yeah exactly for who i am Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and i think you're right that's very interesting yeah i think it's important to have a good supportive a group of women around you yeah for sure and um at the end of the day too it's not like you need a bunch of friends you don't because i've also realized like i my circle is kind of small but i really love my circle and um i've like taken a lot of time to try to cultivate and nurture the relationships the relationships that i do have um because i care so much about them Mm. so it's not about like having so many friends right it's definitely like for me quality over quantity you know um but as we reach like our like 30s now and stuff oh my god it's just i i'm hoping that everyone that i am bringing with me stays with me that's all like i want to say about it yeah like you know i'm just hoping nobody leaves me again <laughs> baby you need to go to therapy <laughs> i know i have like, like abandonment issues exactly. with my friends yeah yeah you know, i think i'm more of like you know whoever if, if y'all need a peace out i get it i love you for being around when you were around um but i know i think i think all of us are kind of just in our own journey and we're we're lucky to have the friends that we have you know when we had them Mm -hmm. type of thing Mm -hmm. i lean into the like the temporary stuff really hard yeah 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 so yeah any words of advice on french what would you say like to like wrap everything up you at 18 to like you now listen we're about to be 28 oh it's gonna be like God. a whole decade could you imagine that's oh a God. long time that's crazy what is um what is like one thing that you what is the best advice you've gotten on friendship and then what's the worst advice you've gotten about friendship the best advice i've gotten on friendship is just to show up as yourself 
Like don't ever kind of pretend to be something that you're not so that you're to be liked by a group, you know, because yeah. that's exhausting. I've seen people do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done that. Yeah. You know, yeah, when yeah. I was younger, especially, Same. you know, Same. trying to be like, oh, I'm, I'm into this too. Oh, oh, like, you know what I mean? Or even change the way I speak yeah. or, you know, to just to be more uh, accept, to accepted in. to fit in. You know, I think that that is like, you know, the worst thing you can do when it comes to friendship, not not for them too, but just for yourself. Yeah, you know, um, the best the best advice probably, I guess, communicate. You know, mm-hmm. like, um, don't be afraid to say what you need from a friend. You know, like if you are going through a tough time, like personally, like I suck at this. If you're cr- <laughs> if you're cr- if you're crying, my first initial thing is to try to make you laugh. You, I, yes. I don't really know how to like. <laughs> like be there for someone when they're crying like i'm i i feel so sad that you are so i'm like okay i need jokes jokes like you know comedic relief is what i run to so i think communicating in the sense of like how you need your friend to show up for you in your most vulnerable moments i think is the best advice that i could like you know end end the podcast with today yeah Mm. i really like that um i lost my cousin in college and it was like one of the biggest like deaths that i have to like go through it was it was probably one of the hardest it was so hard to see you like that babe so but i got like the news in college and brenda was in the room when i got the news so i start immediately like hyperventilating breaks down i completely have a breakdown she was really young and i'm not going to go into her story today brenda has no idea how to help me at this point nothing like nothing's coming up to her so she's like you just wait here and i'm crying and i'm like where the fuck else would i go <laughs> like you know what i mean and i'm i'm crying she leaves she comes back and she's like christina and i was like and she's like i know you're going through so much right now i know i know this is really hard for you um i just walked in on somebody masturbating on themselves though <laughs> and she's like Bitch. she's like but i got you medicine and i was like what i okay because i just i just i looked at christina okay let me tell you my perspective so i looked at christina and she literally like i just i wanted to sedate her like she was so hysterical with all due reason this was someone that she loved so much right yeah but i was like i need to get you un, un calmante like immediately i was like i need something to put you to sleep night quell whatever the fuck right because like how, how what, what are we gonna do you just wanted to knock me out i did i did i was like i don't know what to do so i'm literally running from like room to room um in the dorms being like does anyone have fucking night quell or a fucking xanax or some shit bro like who has percocet in this somebody, bitch like right they have to, right? Why we're on a college campus. Who does exactly? It? So I'm running through. <laughs> also, why did they lock the door, bruh? Why did they? I literally did like a one, two, and open the door. And this specific person, she's lovely, right? Um, she had her full laptop like fully open. Listen, like the screen was, was face. Yeah, porn was like fully like on and like under the covers, and I was like. Uh, <laughs> and she quickly closed the laptop but i also continued to tell her that i needed <laughs> xanax or some shit she was like i don't have any and i'm like okay and i just like Brenda. left and i was like yo what the fuck just happened it's the fact that you were like knock knock oh are you masturbating cool um christina needs to be sedated do you have a percocet <laughs> <laughs> it was it was really hard but then I, I go back in and i tell you and you started laughing so i was like okay this is good like you know like i i didn't know what else to do <laughs> in the middle of my pain and my anguish oh my Brenda's God. like i'm just saying i did that for you 
I asked her if you had a perky, even though she was in the middle of getting her nut off. I'm so sorry I interrupted that. <laughs> no, no, no. But yeah, I mean, it's a great way to uh, listen. But also, that's what I wanted to say. Uh, that's what friends do for each other. <laughs> Who else would talk to somebody masturbating <laughs> to get me a perky? <laughs> I love you. I love you too, baby. You're going to be my friend forever, right? Actually, no, I'm leaving. You this know, is the last did, episode actually, of the- there's also a like this brenda has this fucking thing where she pretends like <laughs> she pretends that i'm in psychosis and like sometimes she pretends like she wasn't even there she goes christina i'm all in your head like you're literally talking to yourself <laughs> no the funniest thing is that when we go out and we're like we're eating out at like a restaurant or like a bar right and we're having a full deep conversation we're laughing and everything and i look at her and i'm like could you imagine <laughs> If I actually was just the figment of your imagination and you were sitting here by yourself the whole time and then I'll, That's, like, I'll do a thing where I'll snap my fingers in front of her and like try to try to judge her and I'm like I just disappeared That's and funny. she freaks out. I hate that so much. It's my worst fucking nightmare. Oh my God, the I'm point dying. is I can never leave. Like you can't leave me Brenda. Brenda look at me in my fucking eyes when I tell you this. You can't leave me. So I'm taking friendship applications. <laughs> so I'm looking for a new BFF because mine is obsessive and, and literally possessive. Yeah, so literally. Now, of course, I'm not going anywhere. Okay. You know that I couldn't exist without you either. Bitch. So, so anyways. To the, to the old friends. We appreciate. No. Oh. The ones my, that are still around. Oh, oh, for sure. Stick we around. We appreciate you guys for sticking around. We appreciate you guys for also tuning in. I know that a lot of a lot of our friends, especially from college, at least from my end, uh, really do support <laughs> <laughs> podcast and and love and love us and for the new friends like one of my co-workers her name is tamara she is so dope and she is a person i admire which is also one of the qualities i told you which is why i know we're gonna be friends forever well, well into you know what mm-hmm. i mean into our lives and so for the new friends coming into um we are excited to experience and love on you guys yeah and if you think you like me you know you can slide in my dms and, see and like say like hey i'm looking for a friend and i'll be like yo i'm looking for a friend too yeah we but that's also why we created the podcast too yeah big facts you know we to want find more friends yeah we want to build a community for women <laughs> not just that but yeah <laughs> yeah yeah well so thank anyways. you guys for listening thank you guys for tuning in supporting subscribe. us subscribe did you guys know statistically oh, i can't stand her <laughs> your pussy gets wetter when you subscribe and if you're a guy statistically you last longer in bed when you subscribe that was actually 100 percent true that's you just subscribe you 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 rate five stars, stars and, and you, you click the share button and, and you, you send it to all your contacts you leave a comment saying like i don't know what it is about these girls but i'm attracted to them and like that's it and then and you, that's it yeah you drop your phone number i don't know okay christina so <laughs> please do that all right. We Thank love you, you guys. guys so much. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Have a great rest of your week.